transformation starts in your mind. What you think is what you feel is, is what, what you, you do. do. I'm Suman Mangra. And I'm Rose Body. Welcome, Welcome to Mind Your, Your Thoughts, Thoughts Podcast. Podcast. Hi, and in today's episode, we will be talking about mind your judgments. So as always, there's myself, Suman here, and we have Rose with us, and we will be discussing judgments. Now, this is such a almost controversial topic. And as we were brainstorming how to discuss this and what to bring up, there was so much that we thought about because there's so many angles on this. There's so many different uh, elements and I absolutely love Rose's take on when she talks about any topic. The first thing she always pins down is, let's define it. So, Rose, welcome to the episode today. And I'd love to know your thoughts on what would you classify as the definition of judgment? Okay, so I'm actually going to use the Oxford Dictionary. So let me just let's the, do that. The official, <laughs> official, official. Um, definition of judgment I think that is always a good place to start and when I looked at it it actually made sense to me and obviously it'll give us our line of conversation so Oxford on Oxford Dictionary Online's definition of judgment is the ability to make considered decisions or come to a sensible conclusion or number two is a misfortune, which is what most people think about judgment or a calamity viewed as a divine punishment, which is very religious led, I suppose. OK, so a couple of things come up into my mind, especially on the first part of the definition, the ability to cut to make considered um, decisions or come to a sensible conclusion. Now, we're talking about mind your judgments. So in, in in my mind, sorry for the pun, in my mind, <laughs> it's, uh, it's about how we judge other people and how we judge ourselves. So if I start with judging ourselves, sometimes we judge ourselves very negatively. But if we're doing that, are we coming to a sensible conclusion? Yeah, because is it really sensible, the conclusion that we're coming to when we're making those judgments? And then if I flip it on the other side and say, when we make judgments about other people or situations or things we see, are we actually making that sensible, a sensible, coming to a sensible conclusion? Because a lot of the time we judge, but we judge based on our beliefs and what we believe and what how we've been brought up and does that mean it's always sensible may not be yeah. i'm sure we had this just reminds me of a conversation we had in one of our other podcasts where we were saying i think i said the same thing about how can we say that that thing is exactly what it is you know that judgment is right because it's based on us and where and what we see what we see is based on how we what we think 
Okay. I mean, it's uh, at the beginning of our episodes we say what we what we think, yeah, is what we say is what we do. Now, if I believe something about, for example, um, another person because of their how they look, um, how their behaviour is, uh, especially on social media, you see somebody and you, and you start to judge them. Is that actually a sensible conclusion? Because you don't really know that person. And actually, what are you basing it on? Are you basing it on your note, definitely knowing that individual? Or are you basing it on what you think you know about your whole life and what you your, your thoughts, your beliefs, the things you've grown, you know, what you've learned from your peers, what you've learned from society, how society's treated you? you do, do you know what I mean? There's a, there's a lot of depth in that. And I think that well, that that definition to me really sticks up because I've never ever thought about judgments being thinking I'm coming to a sensible conclusion because I know even for myself there's been times that my conclusion has probably not been that sensible you know being <laughs> totally honest and transparent yeah. because my judgment is based on ah a past something that's happened to me in the past and then I got oh oh that is, is the same that's exactly the same as that yeah. because next two percent of it is very similar and i think this is down to how we are wired as people i think uh, sorry go on sorry say what you just said i was just saying i think it's down to what we spoke about a lot in all of our episodes it's down to our wiring and i think as human beings i think this evolution thing if we want to go down that track i think it plays a part for us to be able to draw on past experiences in order to form decisions about things going forward in order for our safety or our evolution whatever you want to put it down to but 100 percent, i resonated with everything that you said because i absolutely have made judgments in the past based on my upbringing, based on my beliefs, based on beliefs that now I do not hold any further. So back then when I was almost a different version of myself, I looked at the world differently and it's all down to our perception. And then the way we're perceiving things is in that moment, we'll react or respond in a certain way, but that's not necessarily always correct or accurate. Or sometimes it's not necessarily incorrect, but it's not the only truth either. So I think it's like, there's so many layers to this as always with all of our topics but um something i really loved what you said when we were actually talking about what to discuss in today's topic when you talked about that sometimes you do need sound judgment and then when you brought this definition into it and about that sensible conclusion then judgment it's interesting because when i first thought about judgment i think for me it's definitely like the heavily religious side of it like you'll be judged when you cross over the pearly gates or the whole thing about religion generally speaks about do not judge others. Like I see online so much with these debates, especially in our community. I think um, I will just put it down to, it's not only certain communities, but I'll give an example. So for example, in the Muslim community, I see it quite a bit. People will often, you know, Muslim couple have maybe posted a video comments start coming in straight thick and fast why are you letting your woman be on camera you know you're supposed to be hiding your women covering your women people are like no women are allowed to cover themselves it's in the religion we can cover ourselves who are you to tell us who should be covered other people then saying stuff like well technically if you're that religious you shouldn't be online anyway you shouldn't be on social media think judgment upon judgment upon judgment and and then the ultimate line i always see at the bottom look 
our religion teaches us not to judge others. So let people just be, you just focus on your own journey, stop judging others. So I see judgment in this form a lot where people love to judge if people are doing things right or wrong or not. So I see that a lot. The other thing I normally see as well, non-religious wise, I see a lot of judgment online generally around just when anybody can post anything and we all have our own opinions. And again, it boils down to the thoughts, the beliefs, all of that. And you have total opposite sides of the coins for something all the time. Like me being a mum now, I see a lot of mum posts. Some women who might be feeding their babies a certain way or looking after the kids a certain way or, you know, something or another like that or where the dads are in the picture or not. And that's it. You get loads of controversial messages and people, they call it mom shaming. There's a lot of judgment there of how this woman's done something. Other people are really applauding this woman and being like, that's brilliant. You're doing a great job. Keep it up. Other women or sometimes men, but mostly other women being like, I wouldn't do that. I was raised this way or, you know, it wasn't like that in my time. And that's not a good thing to do. You've got to think about it. And all of this stuff comes. And I just feel like, wow, when I read stuff, I'm just like, so many people behind a screen are so much extra judgmental all of a sudden and I don't know why this keyboard warrior comes out of people. I'll admit it's probably come out of me a plenty of times as well but I do actually see when I've replied to somebody's messages or put my opinions or thoughts on a video people are quick to start on me as well which I've brought up in other episodes before so I'm not going to dwell on that too much in this space but I'm like wow like people like somebody once said to me oh, you must obviously be such a negative, traumatised person, go and sort yourself out. And I thought, you know nothing about me. You don't know nothing about work bringing. You know nothing about my background. You know nothing about what I do as a person. And it's just so fascinating how people are quick to make certain comments and things like that. But I think uh, something I do want to just draw on here as well, what you said about upbringing, it was massive for me. So. I know I've kind of gone off on a tangent, but it's like, I think because it's come up for me now, I'd like to share it now, if that's okay, Rose. It is gone. <laughs> okay, so an interesting thing, and I obviously off the top of my head, I can't remember if I've shared this in any previous episodes or not, but as I was growing up, um, my family was very like reserved. They were quite prudish being an Indian family. We were quite conservative. Some people use the label conservative. And there was times when, you know, my my parents might even have some concerns about how we were dressing they don't want us to show our legs they don't want us to like wear makeup and you know have nail polish and stuff they like do that stuff after you're married and we had this kind of like upbringing where almost especially as a girl there was this whole massive first of all diversion between you know the men the, the men and the women so the boys were brought up a bit differently to girls boys could do whatever girls had to be more protected quote unquote but also um I don't know, I think it's almost like you've got so much more to lose if the girl goes off the rails or might bring defamation to the family name and all this type of stuff that was in the back of the minds of why this extra like way of being was. So just to be the good child, to be an obedient good child, grow up well, you're a reflection of our parenting. So if you mess up, we're the ones who look bad. That was put on us as kids a lot. And then the other side of it was what was classified as quote unquote bad behavior so you know don't drink don't do drugs don't have girlfriends and boyfriends don't go around sleeping around and stuff you know you our family respect is under your name so being brought up this way I didn't even realize I was bringing this into my adulthood myself so when I had friendships around me and I seen people doing certain things which I was just like eh, eh, that's bad behavior <laughs> that's wrong 
should not be doing that. I, I was doing it and not realising I was doing it. And when I went to uni, I had a group of girl mates around me and uh, we, they were kind of close with me, but they were also kind of like, in my world, felt a bit shady towards me. Like, I just always felt like they never told me things. They kept things to themselves. You know, if they were dating somebody, I'd never know. I'd be the last person to find out. Years later, I was really close with one of the girls from the group and we, we had a totally different relationship, like five, six years after university, like we both matured, grown up, all of that. And she used to share a lot more with me at that point. And I said to her, I said, you know, in uni, you never used to hardly share anything with me. You were so, so closed off and almost like just never wanted to share things with me. What was that about? She said to me, she goes, I feel like I can say it to you now. I wouldn't have been able to say it to you then. She goes, you was just such a judgmental person. And I was just like, whoa, like I had this like penny drop moment. I was just like, was I? She goes, we, she goes, we as girls felt like if we shared anything with you, you'd have your opinions on it that it's like wrong thing that we've done or it's bad or like you just looked at things in such a different way. So we just didn't want to share those things with you because we knew you'd probably even if you didn't say to our faces, you'd think certain things and we didn't want you to think like that of us. And I was just like, man, and it really made me realize, oh gosh, I have been so judgy my whole life. And I didn't even realize when I was in the moment doing it, it didn't feel like I was a judgmental person. I just felt like I'm being a good person. I want to do good, right things. I want people around me to be good, right things. And I didn't even realize I was doing it. And I'm so glad I'm on the other side of it where I've got that raised self-awareness now. And actually I really appreciated her being honest with me and telling me because Without her telling me that, I wouldn't have had that realisation and reflection. But I'm just sharing that with, with the audience because I just feel like you never know if you are being that judgy person and you don't even realise you're doing it sometimes. I mean, I absolutely was so blindsided that I was being that way. And only because of the whole personal development field that we're in and the work I've done on myself, it's the only thing that's made me come on the other side of it. And it's so weird how I'm so much on the other side now, like everybody gives me feedback that in my coaching sessions, I can hold such a non-judgmental space and they can share anything with me and I just will not have any judgment for what they're sharing with me. I'll be like, okay, how can we move forward and help you? And that's all I focus on. But it's so interesting, my own journey that I've been on. So I just thought I'd share that. <laughs> oh, that's really, that's really good. Um, there's a couple of things that you said where you were saying about right and wrong because people judge things as right and wrong within you know, society. However, one of the things I've found is that from my own journey, someone may say to me, why are you doing that? Oh, I think it's wrong. However, it wasn't wrong for me. It wasn't nothing bad. It wasn't yeah, anything yeah. like detrimental. Sometimes it is just the like, minor things as well. Yeah, it might be like, I want to start a business. But yeah. they think, why are you doing that? Do you know what I mean? I want to go to do a, a university course. And they're like, but you don't need to. No, don't you know things like that, and they'll be going. Well, I don't think you need that. I don't think it's right. I don't think that's the right way you're going. Now that's a judgment in itself. But however, mm. what if it's a choice for me? And I think this is where people say they become judgmental. However, I don't look at that as in a judgment. I look at that as a person's opinion, because you, it's like this: when someone says it to me yeah and says well I don't think you should do that I think that's the wrong thing for me right I don't think they're judging me well that's taken work for me to get to that point I take that that's that's their opinion so it's the yeah? way you choose to look at the situation exactly now that is their opinion 
Yeah. Now, I will think something's a judgment when I think there's some of it I may believe about myself. Do you get where I'm coming from? So yeah. if someone says, oh, well, um, my values then, for example, your values, your family brought you up with values that, you know, you don't do drugs, you don't smoke, girls do this and girls do that. I actually believe in some of those values. And if I said that to somebody, it wouldn't be because I'm being judgmental. I'm telling them based on my values and they're the values I brought my children with. So it is based on a value thing. Now, if I start going, oh, you're wrong. <laughs> Why have you done that? Now, I'm using my values in a judgmental way. Yeah. So sometimes I think that's another thing. It's how somebody is putting it across to you. My opinion is this. I understand that's what you've chose to do, but have you considered this? And I think sometimes that's why people take the judgment as the retribution, the, the you know, the punishment side of it, because somebody's punishing you for what you have cho your choice. So actually, and most of the time we feel that way because we feel our choice is not the right choice. Do you get where I'm coming from? 100%. And that's why yeah. we go down that road. So therefore, what I would say as a reflection, I've been in situations where people have said things to me and I've felt judged. And the truth is that when I've looked at it, I actually didn't think my action was right because it went against my values. Yeah? And that's why I felt judged. However, when somebody gives me an opinion which is they're still their opinion. I just took it as a judgment. It's still their opinion. And I'm not taking it that I feel I've done anything wrong. I then take it as an opinion. Did you see what I'm saying? Yeah, so I, think, really... I think we've also evolved to a point where we realise everybody is entitled to their opinions. Yeah. And as adults, we respect somebody's thoughts or point of views, even if it doesn't match ours. We can, We don't have to hate on someone or, you know, disrespect someone just because they don't think what we think i think oh. this is falling into a little territory which a little thing came into my mind just now as you were talking as always does um the space of unsolicited advice so i feel like there's this judgment that can be outwardly judgy where people will say it to you and they'll be like either they say it in a judgy way or they're saying it in an opinion way but they'll say it out loud that well this is my thoughts i don't think you should have done this or if it was me i wouldn't have done this blah 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 but then you get people who just inwardly do the judgment. Opinion. So they won't say it, but they'll give you that side eye or they'll like, we could do it online. We're just scrolling. We think we make a judgment in our head, but we don't comment. We just scroll past. Yeah. So I think there's this space where I think came massive to my attention as well. Again, the work that we do, there was times that when I went into the coaching space, you come out and I don't know if you had the same experience roles Other coaches I speak to generally have the similar experience. When we learn the things we learn and we have this kind of awakening or awareness, we all of a sudden want to start fixing everyone. We want to run oh, around yeah. helping everyone. In our heads, it's helping. We don't realise what we're actually doing is sometimes throwing out what other people are perceiving yeah. as judgment or unsolicited advice. So I'd be like, you need to be doing this. Why aren't you doing this? Did you know you could do this? You should be doing this. Read this book. You know, and we just, we start like, pew, 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 pew. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> throwing, dishing it out like this to everyone. Yeah. And I think, um, when I actually uh, did some further learning about the space of holding a coaching space and even in within sessions where a person's paid you money and they're sitting with you, giving you their time and you're giving them your time and energy, even in that space, respectfully saying, okay, 
I've got a few suggestions for you or I've got some advice I'd like to give. Is it okay if I share it? Just that one little sentence of getting permission to share what I want to share has made a massive difference in my life now because I think the old me was just like, I will just say it. It's in my head. I'm going to just say it like word vomit. I don't have a filter generally, me as a person. Um, but I had to learn this about myself and like, don't just share stuff with people just unnecessarily. Ask them first, do they actually want to hear? Because they might not be in the space or ready for it, especially if it's in a non-coaching space when it's our friends and family uh, or in the workplace. It's just about, I've got something I'd like to share. Are you okay for me to share it? And then from that point, then share it. I think that's made a massive difference to me, but I see so many people out there. Again, it comes to the online world. I see people just sharing their opinions. Just It's a free world. I can say what I want, but actually did somebody posted something. Did they actually ask you for your opinion on it? But I don't know. Again, that's different well, from conversation. I, I, suppose this is, I suppose this is a bit of a judgment from myself or an opinion, depending on where your facts, people who listen to it, they'll take it either as a judgment or an opinion. My opinion is that if you put yourself out in a public space with anything you do, there is going to be people's opinion on you. So we do a podcast. We're now doing it as a video. We will get people's feedback, positive or negative. The fact is that from you put yourself out there, you will get that. So if you're going to post online where there's millions of people accessing it especially if you've got lots of friends who you don't really know <laughs> do yeah, you know what I mean way. You're, going to get, you're going to get many different people's opinion and not just people who love you but people who don't know you and yeah. people who've got opposing values to you and opinions to you so sometimes we have to be realized that if you put yourself in a space we're also going to have that judgment now i also think it's quite positive because if you lock yourself away you will never know whether you're doing something uh, right or wrong or whether it is right or whether it isn't wrong whether it's good or whether it's bad there's no comparison because yeah. it's just you we only get a comparison in life yeah when we know when we know if something's big or small, fat or thin, you know, whatever you could say. But if you've only got one item, there's nothing to compare it by. It's just that item. So therefore, we're saying that we're going to judge because that's what life does. You know, you have a box. I have a box. It may be this big. And all I know is this box. And then somebody bring you bring a box and it's like this big. And I go, oh, my, my box is small. And now I've made a judgment based on what I see. So judgment is people judging, I would say, again, making that sensible conclusion, which is also making a decision, thinking, you know, coming to a decision, considering something, is always going to happen. But the main thing is how we see it, what we believe about it. So it comes back to that which is my speciality, self-belief. What is those beliefs that you have within yourself? When I say self-belief, I'm talking about them beliefs that you contain within you. So when someone says, oh, that mom is feeding a baby in that way, yeah, I come from a different time from you. You know, my children are in their, their going for the 30s and in their 30s. So I'm in a different time, time and space from yourself, who's now a mom. So... I would have different opinions because my upbringing was different. 
yeah. yeah. So you do I'm actually see that in the apple. comments as well. Women who are grandparents it's, now, and they'll be yeah, because like, they've done things totally different. Yeah, and they, plus, not only that experience of life, they would have learned all the things that their parents told them were wrong. They learned what they need to do, and blah blah blah. So, me being in a different space with with grandchildren around me and all the rest of it, I look at life totally different. So, therefore, my opinion about what someone may do would be totally different. I mean, me and you have talked to have these conversations. You've said to me, oh, this is happening with your little one with vision. And what you've said to me is, you've said, oh, this is what I'm doing. And I said to you, the best thing to do is go with your, I've said, go with your heart, go with your gut. Because yeah. I know sometimes I could say to you, do X, Y, Z. But when I was doing it with my child, that was what was right for my gut. So instead of me putting my judgment on you and saying, oh, well, you're doing it wrong, do this, do this, I would say go with your heart because the thing is that what's within us, we already know. So it, that's where the judgment thing comes in because when we feel we're being judged, because we really deep down in our heart felt we were doing the wrong thing. Yeah, no, I like that. And it reminds me of like, again, that we'll just go with that example with the online you do get two sides of like women so you could get two totally two grandmothers who have obviously had a lot of experience with parenting and grandparenting and one will be like i wouldn't have done, i never did like this you should have done like this i never had issues when i did like this my kids turned out like this then you get another woman who will be a bit more aware and they'll be like well i appreciate times are different when it was my time it was like this but it's interesting to see that things are different now so they won't necessarily say to the person that it's wrong they'll just say when i was my time i did like this so you get two different types of people in this space that have got similar experiences but just again the way what you said it's about how do we put it across what way do we articulate that and again you can be in such a like you can share things in such a respectful caring way share your thoughts and opinions you know ask for that permission first if you need to depending on the environment and the circumstance of what we're what you're doing but it can be done in such a, a lovely like i suppose harmonious way rather than always being in a way i need to criticize this person now i need to put them down i need to say something in a sarcastic way i need to belittle somebody and i feel like now i'm going to go into another direction which i know we kind of talk we're going to talk about where sometimes when we do go into this space or people have done it to us, what's the layering behind that? What's the reasoning behind it? So I know something that you've touched on is when we can find something judgmental ourselves, it's because it's triggering something in us where we ourselves probably think that we shouldn't have done that thing. But I think sometimes it also comes from a place when a person, and again, we've got an episode on called Mind Your Comparisons and Mind Your Emotions. So I just wanted to put that out there to the audience to have a little check back in on those episodes because I think it's very much linked to this. There's a part of us that sometimes can see what other others are doing and we start comparing straight away. You just gave that example about the box. You've got a little box icon with a bigger box and like, oh, I've just realized my box is smaller. We compare and this comparison trap causes a lot of problems. That's one. And then the other side of it, if the comparison's making us feel bad then, comparisons can make us our own insecurities get highlighted then we just get like a bit annoyed we're actually annoyed with ourselves but we we, we shower out annoying annoyment on the other person and and have to say something to them or something and really it's when they again I, I don't know does this link to what they call perception is projection and we start projecting stuff um i think it's linked a bit to that so yeah uh what's your thoughts on that element 
Well, yeah. I, I personally, again, I would go back to we compare because of the the beliefs that we have within ourselves. Yeah. Somewhere in our life where we find ourselves not feeling that we're good enough, we then compare. And so, therefore, we then judge the person based on, well, they're doing this and I couldn't do that. Who said? Yeah? Who said? Or they're doing it that way. That's wrong because, I don't know, whatever's going in your head. You know, my mom said, my dad said, the man down the road said, I don't know. That was so like my example. Or, or, my parents had said certain stuff to me, so I always thought, oh, my, that's not the right thing to do from just my own little sheltered life that I'd had. But then what are your values behind it? So I would say, okay, when you're comparing yourself, what, what, what are you comparing based on? Have you got your own sound values that says, okay, you don't do drugs. You don't do such and such. That's not a bad thing that you were taught or someone's taught, and if they see that, they may say to someone, that's not a good way to go down the road. However, a lot of people telling somebody not to go down that road in a judgmental way is more likely, as I've learned as being a parent, and I've learned for myself, because I know what someone tells me, you can't do that. That's the thing I'm going to do. Now, if someone says to me, you can't do that, because this was my experience with it, yeah? I will actually look at that totally different. Not saying that it doesn't mean that I might not do it, but what I will do is take from that person their experience and then look at it and think, okay, well, maybe I shouldn't do, you know, step, step, I could do step one, but not step two and next step three because that didn't work. Put a different step two and then step three and continue with four and five. Do you see where I'm going? And sometimes that's the problem. We don't always see that. And so we become judgmental. As for online, there's this thing called cyber psychology. And in cyber psychology, they talk about people being able to, it's almost like they feel safe to be their real self, as opposed to being their real self in, in you know, yeah, in, in their real life, now, yeah. I think it okay. comes down to the whole people pleasing and wanting to be liked and accepted in society. I've noticed an, a massive judgmental yeah. comments come from profiles where there's no profile picture or a real like obscure name. So you don't know who the person is. It, sometimes people do have their own pictures and names on as well. I will yeah. be honest. But again, it gets like kind of blended into the background. People don't always know who the person is still. I think there's a massive thing that make a difference. Yeah. That's that's right. So there's a couple of things that can be anonymous. So um, that helps them to be able to express themselves the way they truly want to be expressed, because probably in their waking daily in person life, they can't do that with the people they've got around. So they do that. They mm. are able to do that in the place of the safety of the site, you know, the cyber world. That's one. Number two, it might be because of some people agree just because they're people pleasing and they've been doing that for all their life. So online, they don't have to do that. But then there's those people who it may not be anything to do with people pleasing. They 100%. might be just, they may just be, that's just their I was going to say something that came in my head. You get these people called trolls. They just like trolling. They like commenting. They like putting controversial messages out there that they know will piss people off and annoy somebody. And, you know, they're like, oh, this is going to cause a lot of drama. And they sit there enjoying it. They just like creating those little waves. Um, 
I also think um, there might be some people who are just having a bad day. It might not be a representation of how they are on a daily basis, but in the moment they've just seen something and thought, you know what? And they just lash out and say something that maybe, I don't know. But yeah, this we never always know. I, I think from a therapist's point of view, I do sometimes, I have my own judgments or what you might call opinions. My sometimes thought always go down the route of, gosh, there's so many unhealed people out there. They need therapy, they need therapy, they need... But that's the judgment. You know. But that's a judgment in itself. Yeah, so it's like, oh, I'm just feeling like, because they've not had therapy, they've not had support, they're still living in this, like, negative, low-leveled way of living, and they need to up-level themselves, enlighten themselves. If if you think about it, that's still a judgment, because who said that they, who said anybody, any person on this land is actually needs fixing? Yeah. That's just our opinion. That's our judgment about yeah. people. So yeah. We, yeah. We, we, it's, that's what I'm saying. It is so natural. No matter how much work you do on yourself, you will never, it's almost like saying, okay, I've done all this work on myself and I'm really super fit. I don't need to exercise again. It's not possible. No, it's you know, not. Still keep maintaining that. So the thing is that it's, I would, my own thing is that it's not about the it's not what people say it's what how we feel about what they say is the biggest yeah, issue how we internalize what we it say, how we internalize it now if we do not internalize it in any shape or form which i would say probably at 50 50 some people will be 75 25 but you're not going to get you know 100 i don't internalize it unless probably you're dead <laughs> you know <what> I mean? <laughs> or you have definitely had so much life experience that you've seen and heard it all <laughs> no because you will still no matter how much life experience you have you will still feel once you're once you are human you've got blood running through your veins and you have feelings there will be things that hit you however it's not because they hit you it's how you deal with them mm. yeah it's how you deal with it because it might shake you, but if you don't go out and then use that and then project it on somebody else, that's the difference. Doesn't mean that you weren't hurt. Doesn't mean that you didn't feel that. You didn't feel that it's a judgment and not not an opinion. It doesn't mean that. It's how you reacted to it. Do you know what I mean? It's how we have to act and not react. Because react means that we're going against what somebody does to us. They hit me, I hit them back. Mm. As opposed to they hit me and I say, well, there's no need for that. And why did you do that? What's yeah. wrong with you? Why, you know, what's what's happened to you? Why you feel you need to lash out? And sometimes I think we don't always do that because we're also in our own wounds and feelings, how we feel and within our feelings. Why? So when all this is happening, especially on social media, there's a lot of people who are probably feeling you know, some sort of pain because they say only a person who's hurting will hurt somebody else and say something that's, you know, painful. Yeah. It reminds me of, I I absolutely always loved that saying the first time I ever came across it. And I think it was when Marissa Pierce said it and she said, uh, um, if you don't heal your wounds, you'll bleed on the people who didn't cut you. And that whole famous saying, hurt people, hurt people. And then somebody once wrote, heal people, heal people. And I really loved that saying as well. But um, yeah, absolutely. I think um, there's a massive um, weight to what you're saying here. And 
yeah i i totally agree with you and i think this is what you've also said about um acting and not reacting is a massive for something that i've actually gone through as well and still working on and going through on a daily basis i would say even um yeah again with the example of online there's there was times when certain comments would really like bother me or I'd have to go back out and I have to have this little like keyboard match with them, you know, because I can be quite witty with my words and <laughs> sometimes I just had my moments. But nowadays there's times I see stuff and I just, I'll have like hundreds of comments on the back of something sometimes. And I haven't got time to go through all of them. Neither does sometimes Facebook doesn't always show me all the comments. And I sometimes think that's a blessing in disguise, you know, and I get a mixture. I'll get a few people agreeing with me. I'll get sometimes, for some reason a lot more majority of people disagreeing with me and some people do it in a, like an, a polite respectful way where they'll just say well with all due respect i think this 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 and there's some people who outbursely like be nasty be negative be horrible they be really really nasty and i'll just be like hmm, <laughs> hmm okay another day like welcome to the internet type thing and i think i've created this like way now where i i, I teach people about not letting things bother them and building that resilience and just being a bit like focused on what's more important of your day where's your goals are you working on your goals are you working on yourself is this going to add to the contribution of the quality of my day or my life is this going to bother me in five years from now all those little things now i take on board and i'll be very like a bit more that self-awareness is there about how am i reacting and responding to these things and i have come in a space sometimes where i can be very neutral about it or sometimes some people's like comments just make me laugh and i just think do you know what this person's entertained me today with their like what they're what they're, whatever they might be going through i hope and i try and send healing to people as well even though they don't necessarily always need it but i think like look may god guide them may life bless them may they just you know have a better day if they're having a bad day sometimes i I make that effort as well. So it has been interesting on a roller coaster of a journey I've been on when it comes to this whole online stuff and these strangers online. But in my own personal life, I have to say as well, going back to that point that I made about the unsolicited advice and just realizing I could be that person sometimes giving too much unsolicited opinions and advice all the time. I now be very selective and I'll be a bit more mindful about what I share, where I share it, what context I share stuff in. And I try my best to be in that space of being like, okay, I've got something to share on this. <laughs> are you are you happy for me to share it? Uh, I think that's made a big difference in my actual day-to-day -day life as opposed to online. But yeah, uh, it's, it's just, uh, I think for me, every day is a learning day and a school day, as they say. And I'm always just exposed to so much stuff and I always, I guess, just again, my own upbringing, my beliefs, my personal growth and development journey has led me to be a little bit, I suppose, just looking at these things in a bit of a different way sometimes and maybe a, a bit of overthinking and deeper thinking than I need to sometimes. But I think it's the whole reason why I went into the field of psychology. I think people's psychology just fascinates me of what has, uh, you know, uh, inspired a person to be this way today you know there's these memes you see that this person woke up and chose violence <laughs> and it's like yeah sometimes you know what side of the bed are we waking up on what's uh triggering people what's motivating people i think it just i just find it fascinating but yeah it is it is it is it is why do anybody do why do people do what they do why do people have the opinion and the judgments that they do um 
why does one people think something is right and another person another thing that same thing is wrong for another for a different person it's down to it's down to upbringing the funny thing is that reflecting on a personal note me and my partner speak about this all the time we speak about because we have the same opinions but we also have different opinions um and sometimes he has different judgments and I have judgments, yeah. So sometimes we're taking it as opinions and sometimes we take it as judgments. Now, one, what we find is that when it's down to our upbringing, he was grown with his mom and dad at home. You know, his mom and dad married, traditional family. He was brought that. So he's seen a man in the house in a particular way. My mom and dad was not together. I would see my dad and I would see my mom and have my mom separately. So, and I was grown by my grandma. So the whole, my outlook of life is totally different from his, yeah? He was brought up in church. I was brought up in church. He was more strictly brought up in church. I was supposed to go to church and I would get sent to church where his parents would go with him. My grandma would and we had to go, you know, kind of totally different. So... The way he thinks a relationship should go is totally different from me because he said, well, you've never, he's, this is what I take as a judgment. You've never seen a, a mom a mom and dad live together and what a father is like being in a household. He says, but this is how, how I am, is how my dad was. Yeah. Well, I'm like, well, I don't think that because, da, 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 da. you know, I've got my opinion about it. And he'll be like, well, no, you're judging that based on how you were brought up. Now, sometimes it becomes judgmental between us because I know I then feel, well, he's saying that I'm not, it's not, it's not good enough because I never had a mom and dad. You see, mm. imagine now he was saying that to somebody who did have a mum and dad, but they still were brought up differently because their parents had different opinions. Would they have the? Would that person be feel it was an opinion or it was a judgment? And then I've had him say stuff to me, and I've been like, okay, yeah, well, do you know what? I don't think no way about that because I never felt any way about it, so I never took it as a judgment. So one of the things I have noted, I noted because I started to look at this thinking, why does that thing really rub me up the wrong way when that person says that? Not just my partner, but anybody. I'm like, why does that rub me up the wrong way? And I actually, one of the things I started to do, and hopefully this can help um, our listeners, I started to do was to ask myself, why when that person said that to me, it really grinded me, really rubbed me like somebody took sandpaper to my skin. And just, <laughs> I was like, why has that done that to me? Honestly, I, started, I relate. So I, I appreciate yeah, you bringing this up. Because <laughs> yeah, I had to ask myself. So I thought about it and I thought, well, that person's judging me. Why are they judging me? So as much as I've you know, done all this uber amount of work on myself, these things still happen. I'm just telling the listeners these still happen but what I had to start doing is asking myself so why did that get up my nose why did that really 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 rub me up the wrong way and I had to start digging into it and the more I started to ask myself well why is that bothering me and I actually done it to the point of um do you remember when you was at school and you'd write lines 
I keep I write out lines in my in my journal to say why is that bothering me? Why when he said blah blah or she said blah 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 or that comment said blah blah was it bothering me? And I kept writing it and writing it and writing it and writing it until something popped into my head. Oh, it's because and I'll share this. I did this same exercise just last week and I actually shared it with one of with a friend of mine well somebody I work with and I actually was really annoyed with somebody saying I think I was annoyed with something someone said to me and they were saying oh well you need to go and do this and I was like well why would I want to do that and I was like well you'll get more I don't know engagement whatever and I was like I don't want to do that and that thing bothered me and I was like why am I bothered about it well, I realised through all my little journaling about why am I bothered, why am I bothered, it's because I didn't want to do that thing because I felt I was going to be rejected. Now, at the back of every judgment that we feel, there's something behind it, whether we feel that we're going to be rejected, whether we feel we're not good enough, whether we feel that person's saying we're not good enough, but then you have to say, well, what's behind that? thing as well is it somebody else's voice behind that thing is it my mum saying oh you're not good enough or your dad saying it or your friend or your dad saying oh you're not a good person Suman if you do blah 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 and that person and that's what I had to do to be able to stop to look and say well actually that's your opinion and so that's why how I deal with it now on the other hand like you say I am a person who likes to express my opinion, but what I've learned as well, so that first part was how I deal with people's <laughs> judgments and change them into opinions. Because I could kept on saying, well, why am I annoyed with what they said? Why am I annoyed? And then the other side of that, how do I give my opinion in my coaching space in, especially in my personal space because in my coaching space I think you be your professional you kind of deal with it a lot better I, I'm I'm not I think the dynamic deal. yeah the professional dynamic yeah. is always there yeah, it's so much easier when it comes to my personal stuff now I'm like how do I deal with that so what I do with that I will say to somebody um if they ask me anything I'll say are you happy for me to share my opinion but it is my opinion it doesn't mean that you have to do what I'm saying and it doesn't mean that I'm judging you. I'm only giving you my opinion based on my experience. It may be worth it. It may be worth something to you or it may be worth nothing. Do with, do with it whatever you please. So I've already, I'm hoping I've taken away the whole feeling of judgment because I've already said that this is, you know, you've expressed this. Do you, Would you like my opinion? And the, the caveat is that there is no onus on to saying you have to take it. And there is nothing to say that what you go and do is wrong. And what I did was right. Because what I, I did that. was right for me. Yeah. It was right for me and it may be wrong for you. I was going to say oh, that right. reminds me of when I now started using the word suggest a lot in my sessions as well as with my friends. And, you know, before I'd be like, you know again we, we've touched on it earlier in the episode people saying comments like well if I was you I would do this or I wouldn't do that and they go straight into what they would or wouldn't do and I think now when I come in that space so very similar to yourself I'll be a lot more like well 
I suggest X, Y, yeah, Z, yeah. you know, um, I, my suggestion would be this, but you don't have to take that suggestion. And again, pardon the pun, but we give food for thought. <laughs> we just yeah. say, look, something to think about, another little way to look at it. So you've got mm -hmm. a few options in front of you. Then you, you can make a more, again, sensible conclusion. You can make a valid decision on something. Um, and I, I yeah. like to have that approach now with people as well. So yeah, I, I, I totally appreciate where you're coming from because yeah, it makes a big difference to the way uh, the quality of your conversations and your relationships get really like, it just makes a difference. Totally different, totally different. But I, I, I do know a lot of it is the way we are brought up, you know, I'm a very directive person. When I say that is that I, even in my coaching, I give direction. I will, but I tell my, I tell my clients that I'm a directive person and most of them, they like that. So they'll say, oh, they actually will say, what do you suggest? Or <laughs> um, have you got any opinions on that? Yeah, I get there a lot too, got, yeah. I welcome that. Yeah, so they'll go that. And I will say, well, you could do this. But I never said, I, I would say that I have used that in my past. So you could do this. So again, it's about that language that we bring forward. So, you know, I have done this and you could try that. Yeah. Or you could see if that works for you. So it's using that different language, which then takes away that judgment. Because when people think of judgment, they think of retribution. You know, judgment is actually about a decision. But we've, we've connected it so negatively, we've taken it to retribution. There's nobody, I'm judging you, oh, you are a bad person. You know, it's like a pointy finger and somebody pointing down to you. You see that image, you know. We have to remember that when we hear words, we conjure a picture. Do you know what I mean? So imagine someone says to you that you're judgmental. The first thing you go, oh my God, I'm a bad person. Because you 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 almost like see yourself like a judge pointing down on those people. Because we go into images. That is absolutely how I felt that. when it was said to me. 100%. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. So you can imagine everybody who's been in that situation has had that same image in their mind. Oh my God, is that how people see me? Yeah, so it's about a lot of the time, it's about considering the words. The thing is that you're not going to limit, you are never going to get rid of all judgments because somebody will always judge you. The thing is that, right, judgment is if we put it in a negative, if, if we put it in a positive content and move it from the negative. If I was walking down the road and it was dark, a woman on my own, I would be judging the people passing me whether they were safe. And quote unquote, you'd be using your judgment on your surroundings. <laughs> exactly. Am I in a safe place? Oh, this place doesn't look too safe. Yeah. Do I need to walk a little bit faster? Probably here, yes, so I can get into a safer place. So we're using the judgments, and that is the way judgment is used in a positive way. But we also connect it very negatively. But it has its place in life. We're never gonna get away from it. It's how we look on it. I love that because it's something that you did mention earlier in the episode and even when you said it then it came in my mind that it's part and parcel of being humans uh being a human being being a person it's it's part and parcel of who we are fundamentally that's the reason why it's in our like wiring and, and in our being and we always resort back to like oh x y z happened in our life so we reflect on it and bring it into our today 
I think it is absolutely part of, uh, you know, sometimes even uh, when I work on people with their emotions and like some major emotions that they want to work on, like sadness, anger, hurt, guilt, you know, I do timeline therapy to work on those massive emotions to try and like neutralize them to some extent of massive life things that happen for people, but it never takes away from that. They're not going to ever feel it again. Um, or something's not going to come up again because it's part and parcel of life and we're supposed to experience the different emotions. We're supposed to feel those things. There's going to be times where anger may be warranted, hurt may be warranted, you know, guilt may be warranted. It's like, yeah, I think it falls into that space for me when I've heard you describe it like that. That is true. I mean, the thing is that it's the connectivity. It's what we believe. Obviously, our emotions come from our beliefs. So anything we believe, we will then have that picture and then we will have that equivalent feeling, which is where the emotions come in. So because of that, this is where I do believe that people need to work on those self, those beliefs they have within those set their selves. And almost like, you know, you you know, have a health check, I suppose, have a belief check, that's what I would call it. Have a self check. Because sometimes this is, this is the thing. Yeah, well, yeah, it's a beliefs MOT, self belief MOT. Most of us don't do that. That was the reason I said to you I had to look into it and say, well, actually, why am I feeling like that? Because I'm like, what am I believing about what that person said? And what we're believing is that I'm going to be rejected. I never even realized that was there until I actually took time and used the work that I use with my clients. I used it on myself well that's how I know it works because I use it on myself so I had to do that because I couldn't understand every time this particular subject came up I felt it felt like somebody was really rubbing me and getting great and rubbing on my skin I couldn't understand that and that's why I had to do that so it's almost like you know, we upgrade our cars, we upgrade this, we go to the gym and work our body. But what do we do with the beliefs we have? We've probably had the same beliefs since we were, yeah, I, yeah. And don't even realise that most of our life we've been generating and generating our life experience based on these beliefs. And that's why we go out in the world and then somebody says something and then we react to them with a judgment because what they've done reminds us of something way back then. And vice versa, the other way, we react badly when somebody does it to us because we've got some some sort of belief in ourselves that when that belief comes up, we get that image and then we also get that feeling and it triggers the emotion of, you know, fear, sadness, you know, you name it, it triggers all those things. And so if we did the work on the the self-belief MRT, which I've just made up now. <laughs> yeah, no, I love it. I love that metaphor because it's actually reminded me of another metaphor as well. But I'll let you finish your point and then I'll, I'll share mine. Look, I was going to say, so once we do that, if we worked on those things, would we see judgments as judgments or would we now see them as people making, you know, sort of kind of considered decisions and then would they go back to being sensible conclusions would we now more come to a sensible conclusion so we started where we we've ended where we started would we now come to a set more sensible conclusion and would we then be able to then respond to that person and say well actually 
no, that that's not a sensible conclusion. Instead of reacting and getting back with another judgment on another one, which is like fire flaming fire and it's blazing. So yeah, that's that's the way I look at it. I think it's judgment is a hard subject because we'll never get away from judgments. And part of our life, if we don't have good judgment, we put ourselves in dangerous situations as well. Yeah, it can open up vulnerability for sure. Um, I, the metaphor I was going to go for uh, when you said about the MOT, it reminded me of a boiler as well. You know, it always needs servicing. And sometimes our boiler goes conk and it's like you have to call somebody out to check it and why is it working or there's a blip in the whole water system of the house or something and it's so interesting that something sometimes just a minor little like fix will be like oh you know maybe there was a leak somewhere or there's just pressure being released somewhere and you have to like service it and then it kind of resets it and I think this kind of like resetting and resurfacing of our minds is is needed and I think this is probably a big massive part that we play with the work we do as coaches uh, to help people have that reset I really love the share that you gave as well with your experience that you had and you used that example of writing it down. Now, something I'll share in this same space because it was literally a very similar situation. Um, and I'm just going to share the example, actually, because I was holding back a little bit that do I fully give the details or not? But I think it's worth it in this situation. I think it might help the audience uh, with giving it context. So um, I have a had a chance to pass my driving yet which is on our roads you and me speak about this quite a bit and I've had a bit of a journey with it over my life of having different instructors you know having different circumstances happen in my tests I've put myself out there I've gone after test after test after test and for whatever reason it hasn't happened for me just yet and uh, after having my baby of course you know a couple of people have said this to me and I had a particular friend who said to me so when you need to get on it now, get your driving sorted. And I just got my back up all of a sudden and I ended up snapping uh, in a message to that friend of mine. And then she's like, whoa, I was just saying, like, why are you getting like defensive with me? And that I'm like, and the first thing I did was get defensive on the back of them calling me defensive. I'm like, oh, I'm not being defensive, but I was. And I was like, you know, I got very defensive and I got a bit like a bit emotional and triggered by it. And I was thinking, why is this really like annoyed me so much why has it bothered me the words that you used about it grates you like why is it grated my soul and I really felt it I'm like oh my god this like little comment they made which was a very valid comment because it is something that's going to serve me and help me I don't think they were saying it in a judgy way or a hateful way but there was some judgment I've perceived from it and I I went I, I actually did a bit of a different technique I didn't actually go down the route of writing it down which I think is a fantastic tip that you're giving today Rose because definitely you know that's something people should be doing and I think it's great you're doing it with clients and you actually practice what you're preaching you did it yourself for me it was just more of a mental like breakdown and reflection and I sat there and I really ebbed away at it and I was messaging my friend backwards and forwards and the first couple of messages were quite like really like high intensity like yeah but you've said this and I don't understand like you don't understand that I've got to do this 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 you know how this is going on in my life right now blah 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 and they were just like you need to like calm down a bit and I'm like oh, don't tell me to calm down like and then it came to a point why am I getting so annoyed by this why has this annoyed me and I really broke it down in my head I'm like where is my real frustration where is it lying and um, when I just sat there and thought about it and it just came to me I'm like and I just shared it with my friend 
you know very openly i didn't like just keep it to myself i said you know what sorry that i kind of just blasted at you on the back of that but it's because when i reflect on it it just makes me feel like why haven't i done it by now it shouldn't be something i should still be needing to do it makes me feel like i'm a failure that i'd something that i've not accomplished like i'm such a person who hides myself holds myself to high standards in in my life for things and this is something where i feel like i've fallen short and it's my own perception of me of where i've kind of not lived up to something or done something doesn't mean i'm not going to not do it but the fact i haven't done it by now has just brought up old wounds for massive being a massive failure in this area of my life and that's what the trigger was and then i just shared that with her. i said i'm feeling like a big massive failure when you've just made that one comment where I know you've not come from a space to call me a failure but it was my own internal stuff going on which created that like you called it reaction the reaction that came from it so you know do, doing that work on ourselves and really thinking if something triggers us why is it triggering or triggering us where's that coming from whether we write it down, whether we work with a coach, whether we just do some meditation on it, you know, sleep on it, whether you talk about it with a, a friend, a brainstorm it, whatever you need to do, do something to kind of work on that um, emotion, and it will give you so many, in, so much insight and answers, and really, you know, allow you to kind of heal and work on those things and move past that trigger. And honestly, like it was. It was quite eye-opening for me when I when I kind of self-reflected on that, and even more so sharing it with that friend of mine rather than just leaving it in a space of, you know, leaving her be, and then I just did my inner work and just carried on with my life. I actually engaged with her and I raised her awareness as well because that was very vulnerable for me to share that that's how I felt, but she totally appreciated it and you know it really raised her awareness about me and herself as well. So yeah, I just thought I'd share that example too because it, it kind of like brought that up for me when when you shared your experience, Rose. It's 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 amazing when we start to look at things differently. You know, obviously our episode is mind your judgments. Now, when you look at it, and we've both shared our individual um, experiences when someone has actually shared their opinion, really, and we've took it as a judgment that there's something wrong but even one you said you felt like a failure and I said I felt like I was going to be rejected now those things are so massive and huge within ourselves which is why we feel the way we do and where we either run to hide or lash out and so if you if you connect then those dots with people on social media who we have lots of friends and we don't really know them we don't know what's going on in their life and so they either lash out or they go and hide and it's the same thing because there's something there that's not identified yes i know there's some people who would just probably be just not nice because there is people who are just not nice let's be honest um and just love to really rile up rile up other people but those people who genuinely feel hurt and feel you know um you know, really, really feel hurt and judged by it. And it's a real massive thing for them. There's something deeper. And that's the reason I, I feel we shared that. It's funny you say that. When you was talking, you reminded me of a client that I worked with. And she had something similar. She was actually judging herself. Now, this is something we haven't really talked about. And it's probably we're going to have to do it in another episode where it's self-judgment. Now, her self-judgment 
it's, this probably sounds really backwards, but her self-judgment wasn't from herself. It was somebody else's voice. It was actually her, I think it was her elder sister's voice who was actually judging her, but she heard that voice of herself. And so she judged herself as not being good enough, not being pretty enough, not being a lot of things about her physical appearance. And when we actually got down to the nitty gritty and actually I asked her the question, so whose voice is that? Is that your voice that's saying that you're those things? And she was like, a bit strange you're asking me that. I said, well, it's voice of judgment. Is it you judging yourself? She was like, well, it has to be me. It has to be me. And I think we left the session. And I think it was on the next session or she sent me a message. She's a client I've had a while, a while back now. And she said, yeah, she sent me a message saying, I've got home. Yeah, she sent me a message. And I think it was like the next day. She goes, the day we had the conversation, I got home. And I sat down and I thought about what you said. She said it was bugging me. Whose voice is it? <laughs> it's mine. Yeah. But she kept saying, but it's mine. How can it be somebody else's voice? And she said, I woke up in the morning and I could hear my sister's voice, not my voice anymore, judging me. And then she realised that was her sister's voice being judging her from this lady was 60 years old. Wow. And she had had her sister's voice judging her a whole of her life and she'd lived her life in a particular way because of this judging voice you know that's just given me goosebumps number one because i've actually come across that with my clients too number two because i've actually had that in my own life too i've actually had my sister's voice as well not just my sisters my parents in general um like even when i'm thinking about it back to that whole judgy period i had in my life some of that wasn't even my parents. I think that was more my sister. Actually, now that you've said that, I'm like, my sister was that way because of my parents. That then echoed and reflected on me, you know, and yeah, like, yeah, massively, like, that's, wow. And yeah, sometimes we don't realise, and I think we have mentioned this in another episode before as well, that sometimes that inner voice and those, like, some of the beliefs we carry, some of the burdens we almost carry not even just beliefs the burdens that we they're not ours they're not yeah. even ours those opinions those thoughts those that the, the self-hate like it's yeah. just been impressed upon us so much or we've internalized it in different ways like again everybody's very individual we internalize and react and respond and cope our coping mechanisms are very person to person but yeah imagine that lady mm -hmm. bless her and um it's so interesting that one little comment that you've said made that reflection for her and wow how many people out there i'm hoping there's listeners now who are listening to the episode will reflect on this that is this even your own internal voice this judgment is it actually you sleep on it and think about it it's, it's funny that you said that so i'm going to share something that happens to me every year when it was every year when it was my birthday up until i think i can't remember how old but so i was about 38 every day on my birthday I would feel very sad so sad that it was almost like I'd gone into a depression for about four days up until my birthday now for all the years I couldn't understand it's only when I came into the coaching um, sphere and I started to 
understand myself, getting into the secret, getting into all those books, I started to wonder, how come when it's my birthday, I'm really, really sad? The reason I'm giving this example is to think about with the judgments of the voices and things that we have within us. Now, I could never understand that. Now, I, I, you know, I've always said on the um, podcast that I was raised by my grandma, not my mom. And um, it was one day, I, can't, I don't even know if I was speaking to somebody or I was journaling, because journaling was the thing that broke a lot of things for me. And that's why I still use it as my number one tool with my clients. It, it's, you know, that's the thing that really, really helped me. It's such a powerful tool. It, it, it is. And to, to this day, I still journal, but I love to write anyway. I think it's very therapeutic. One of the things I realised whilst I was going through my journey, and it took a long time, I couldn't understand. When it came to my birthday, my, you know, my children was like, oh, it's your birthday. And I always felt very, very, very sad. So sad that I just want to cry. I just want to curl up and do nothing. You know, my children's always made a big deal and my partner's always made a big deal, but I've never felt great about it, except for the last, probably the last 10 years. And I couldn't understand why until I actually started journaling one day. I think I must have turned, just after my 40th birthday, I, turned, I, I was journaling going, how come every time it's my birthday, it's supposed to be a nice time, you know, I want to go out with my girlfriend and all the rest of it and do nice things. How come I always feel sad? Now, in that journaling, what came out was that that sadness was not my sadness. It was my mom's sadness when she was having me. And it wow. transferred to me through obviously I was in her belly wasn't I and it was only until I acknowledged that it wasn't my sadness that actually I actually enjoyed my birthday now you know I'm like oh yeah let me have a day one I never wanted to spend my birthday on my own because I felt lonely so she must have felt lonely that's what I come to conclusion number two I was always very tearful all of that's gone by the acknowledgement that it wasn't my it wasn't my sadness, it weren't my tears, it weren't my loneliness. It's ever so funny. And it's really weird that when that happened, I was like, it was only at that point I started to think about and study how some of our emotions that we have and some of our thoughts are transferred from our parents. It has to be. Yeah, especially in this example, it's literally such a physical transference. Like yes, you're physically yes. connected to your mother in the womb. That's something you cannot be disconnected from or dispute. Exactly. And I and so it got me thinking that all the things, some of the things that I I judged myself about, the things that I felt insecure, that I, I didn't feel I was good enough and that. I wonder if some of them, the things that I struggled with, were actually connected to her because she yeah. felt judged in that way when she was having me and all the rest of it and that's those are the emotions that she had when they were transferred to me and it's funny to say because sometimes we we, we have these things within us and we've got these judgments that we're putting on ourselves and there may not be a sister's voice because that sister's physical but it comes from somewhere but we don't know where it comes from and so when I did that it made me realize that where we come from the womb and we're connected to this other human, we pull a lot of their their their, their um, emotions, not just their DNA and all the rest of it, mm -hmm. but so much more. And that yeah. was one of the things I realised. So going forward with us talking about judgments, 
we need to sometimes, if we get the chance to journal or think about, and I do understand it is very painful because it took me a long time to get to that point to really want to say, I'm fed up of being sad on my birthday. Why am I sad? I've got to one point where everybody's happy and I'm not. Why? And that was mm. the only reason. It was when it was the reality of life, it's your birthday. And I think it was, I think it was my partner saying to me, it's your birthday, what do you want for your birthday? And I'm like, oh, no, I don't want anything. I'm not bothered. And then at that point, I know he looked at me and he goes, what's wrong with me? You're always like this. And it was at that point, it, it, the awareness came from him because he was like, what's wrong with you? Yeah. Like it's like, like he could see the pattern I? and then brought it to your attention. Yeah, because I, I might. But then when I look back, I can think of all the birthdays. I can go back as as young as probably. I think I can remember as far back as about five or six feeling sad on my birthday. Wow. Again, you know what, Rose, you've done it again today. You've actually twice made me get goosebumps. And the reason I say <sighs> that is this what you've shared, again, honestly, I know I've shared it in some contexts, in some spaces. I don't know if I've done it in the mind your thought space. But there is this massive transference of feelings where we will feel things. This is such a deep topic and total different topic for us, as always. But that's why I was writing some stuff down just now. Um, but yeah, we will. They, I had this realization just last year myself. And funny enough, when I was 38, uh, so you know, when you're talking about the ages that you've been, and it's the kind of age range I'm at now, and maybe it comes with time, I don't know, and the work we've done on ourselves. But honestly, I had. During lockdown, I actually had this massive feelings where I had a realization. I feel things in my heart and they're not my feelings. I'm like an antenna picking up feelings of people around me, whether it's family or friends or clients. And it really, really increased my awareness about protecting my own mind and energy and things like that, because I would really sometimes feel stuff in my heart really deeply um, and absorb it so much. And I'd always thought it was me and I'm a sensitive person, I'm an emotional person. Actually, once I had that awareness that this ain't my feeling, this is not my feeling. And that actually was such a different, it was such a game changer for me. And don't get me wrong, these times are still probably I'm picking up things or they are just my feelings, but I swear to God, it just made a massive difference to the way I worked, the way I processed things. And so when you've said that, and I know I've been in that boat myself, when you have that moment of clarity and you think, whoa, that's not my feeling. And I know many, many other listeners may not understand this concept at this stage, so we definitely will deeper dive into this at some point for our listeners. But um, I just really appreciate you sharing that. Um, and I just feel overall we've been quite open and vulnerable in today's episode. I know we always share our experiences, but today particularly, I don't know if you feel the same, Rose, but I don't know if you've got any closing thoughts and um, reflections of today's episode. It's been such a fantastic one from my point of view, as always. I know I'm just biased like that, but. <laughs> I think both of us are biased like that, but I would say, I think my closing thoughts is this. Um, just as a summary over, Judgments can come in all sorts of different forms. We've spoke about them. Uh, we've, you know, we've given a definition to say it's a sensible conclusion. But we also know that at times it's not if we're not thinking in the right way because we've got other things going on within ourselves, or the beliefs, or the feelings, emotions that can be transferred. And so we may be judging ourselves. So I'm looking at for me judging ourselves um, negatively because of all these things but there may be other reasons why 
On the other hand, on a positive note, judgments are necessary, especially if we're going into a new environment, yeah, to make sure we're protected. We're going to judge whether this is a safe environment, am I doing the right thing? But we might not call it a judgment, we might call it, you know, um, do you know my much other thoughts gone? We might call, we might say, actually, this is my, um, I'm being discerning. It might be an opinion. We could put any other, we could put any label we want on it, but we still need this thing called judgment, negative or positive, but more positive. But there is a negative aspect of it, but not to take it in a way. Remember that when somebody judges you, the problem is not what they're doing, it's how you think about it. And that's what I was saying. That would be my closing. It's how you think about what they're saying to you. I love that. I like to echo that with my final thoughts is, is exactly that, that people will always have judgments. We'll judge others, we'll judge ourselves. Others are doing it too. We're all very the same as each other in this space. Um, and in that respect, there's not always much we can do about what other people think about us because they've got their own journeys, their backgrounds, all of that. Some stuff we'll understand about people who are close to us. Strangers, not so much. People we work with, maybe not even, you know, less in that space as well. But always understand we can't, like, like that famous saying, it's not my business what another person thinks about me. So if we just build on that and think to ourselves, look, if people have got judgments on us, if whether they've they're sharing an opinion or a judgment if they're trying to be catty about it or they're not doesn't matter what we can only do is work on the way we react and respond to it how are we internalizing it how are we reflecting on it if it's triggering us are we doing the work on ourselves to work down why is it triggering us let's do the work on ourselves that's the ultimate my takeaway from today's episode always work on ourselves how can we be better and how can we if we are projecting and being judgy and not realizing it how can we raise that awareness to just you know soften that up and have a different approach to people as touched on earlier in the episode enhance the quality of our relationships and our conversations as a knock-on effect of that so amazing episode as always rose thank you so much for sharing everything that you have today and as always we want uh thoughts and opinions on the back of uh, this episode, however our listeners have perceived it, what have you taken away, is there anything that you've learned, is there anything you'd love to add to the discussion, please, please, please do comment on either on our podcast channel itself, there's a, always a space at the back of our podcast on Spotify where you can add your thoughts of what you thought of the episode. Alternatively, we have got our Instagram page, Mind Your Thoughts Podcast, please do pop along there, if you're not already following us, please drop us a follow, comment, share, like our comment, uh, our posts and our episodes. And yeah, let us know what you think. We've also got our email as well now, which is inquiries at mindyourthoughtspodcast.com. So of course, you can always email us as well if there's any further questions or thoughts there. So until next time, mind your thoughts. Thank you for listening to us today. Next time you feel distraught, remember to mind your thoughts.